This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Put a lot of emphasis on the time, live time for the show and the repeats a while ago. But in all fairness, folks, I know you, you can't always catch the live show or one of the repeats here on AMI-audio. Or maybe that's not your preference, but I know what is the podcast. Simply subscribe using your favorite podcatcher and you can listen to the show at your convenience. You can binge it if you want. You can listen to the segments that you prefer. Listening to the contributors or discussions that have happened on the program, parceled out and available to you. Or you can listen to the complete Kelly and Company podcast experience. Whatever way you enjoy the show, check it out via your favorite podcast platform. And we appreciate your time and patronage with the show. I'm Kelly McDonald with Ramya Muthan. So uh, here's the deal. I really liked the fact that Billy made us think today. Um, it really, mm-hmm. you know, Ramya, uh, we all have, and it is, it's just amazing what we all depict because what we're used to. Um, and it's hard to fight what you know, what you're comfortable with, but yet also recognizing times change. And it's very interesting sometimes when we're very, you know, hey, we're comfortable with change. Other times it really does get us when we make a change in tradition or what we're really comfortable because it's like the comfort food thing, right? It's what you know, it's comfortable to you. And sometimes you stop and say, why? Why why do we mess with this? This is fine the way that, why do we have to be in here and and so I do understand, but I also understand change and depending what's going on. But there are sometimes certain changes harder than others. Of course there is. And for everybody who grew up with anything, which is all of us, right, we have that. We have this point of, no, but I want to go back to what I know. I want it. Like we had this conversation you know, a couple minutes ago with Greg David, right? The favorite TV shows that make us feel cozy and comfy. And Santa is that. For a lot of us, grownups, kids, whoever. But I mean, the inevitable is that we're changing. The world is changing. We are becoming more inclusive, more diverse, more appreciative of uh, takes, right? Like different takes and different representations. So the argument is not whether that's happening because we know that's happening. Um, It's more that, you know, how okay are we with it? And if we can, despite our own challenges uh, and or reasons to stick to what we know um are we okay with others being happy with a diverse santa mm-hmm. i think i think too it gets challenging because there's other viewpoints that we'd have and i i really do think that when we are confusing people um we don't have to you know billy can choose that he likes things the way traditionally I do concern myself on how much we're we're saying one thing and then saying to children, oh, no, but in this case, uh, or putting it in a place where you're going to have to then explain. And, and again, you yep. simply explain by, well, and, and I know for myself, these are Santa's helpers. I was raised always believing that or understanding, man, Santa can't be everywhere at the same time. Yep. He gets around fast mm-hmm. for sure, but he can't be everywhere at any given time. So for me to have the different, and we always have, um, I remember as a kid, I had the chance to meet Ronald McDonald. And the Ronald McDonald mm. that I met didn't sound at all like the Ronald McDonald on the TV commercial. 
And I remember being incredibly distraught, going home, and my family trying to assure me that was Ronald McDonald. But me saying, yeah, but he doesn't sound like that. This guy sounded like this, and I'm Ronald. You know, like, and I, what the heck? That's not Ronald McDonald. So obviously those conversations happen with children anyway because yep. we see Santa on, on, on Rudolph and say, hey, man, that's not the fellow. And I did the same thing with Santa Claus because I wanted to hear Paul Fries, who did the voice of many of the Santas in the cartoons. I, I wanted that voice in person. Mm-hmm. And hey, man, it mm-hmm. doesn't sound like him, but I still better tell him what I want because he must be a helper yeah. who will get the word to Santa. So yep. that's kind of the way I see. I I felt it, and for me, and I think in that position, we have to understand there's always been some kind of change, and not right. necessarily the stereotypical Santa in that cartoon. Okay, and and I I think we've always coped with that. And I I really think you make a good point here, Kels, about already understanding that Santa is not one Santa everywhere, right? Santa on TV is not the Santa in real life, is not the Santa in this other, I don't know, commercial or whatever at the toy store. Um, But that means the onus kind of falls on the parents, right? The caregivers, the people who these kids are having conversations with to, if you're going to talk about Santa, have the conversations in a very inclusive way. And however your parents did it, you know, that makes a big difference because that's why I asked the question, like, is Santa going to live on like Halloween? Like, are we going to shatter Santa because we can't get over ourselves, our, you know, the changes that are happening in the world and who we believe Santa's got to be? So, you know, the way that we handle it as as parents, as older people, uh, that makes a difference on our kids. It it really does make a difference from you. It, it really yeah. does. Um, and, yeah. and I think that we want what we want, and we know that this is a very magical time of the year. Yes, it is. Let's switch gears and talk about some other magical things that are going on. There is a, a wonderful presentation happening. It's by DanceWorks, and they're presenting Inward, a unique dance experience that depicts the complex, contradictory nature of human emotions – Wow, how timely. Through a performance interweaving two seemingly contradictory styles of dance, hip-hop and contemporary. The goal is to challenge our biases about perceiving others' experiences. And to talk more about this, we're going to chat with the creator, Alexandra Spicy Landay. Alexandra, thank you for coming on Kelly and Company. Hi, thank you for having me. Oh, we're very excited to chat about this performance. So, Alexandra, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, about your career, before we get into the performance? So, hi guys. I'm very excited to be with you. I am uh, I'm from Montreal, raised in, raised in Montreal, originally from Haiti. Came here in 76 years ago. I have a career as a choreographer and artistic director. I have been dancing mostly as a hip-hop dancer, street dancer for almost all my life, but I would say mm-hmm. for the last 15 years has been a more professionally on the, the Montreal uh, and the Canadian dance scene about 15 years now. And uh, I was a, a independent choreographer. And in 2015, I started, uh, founded my company called the Ebb and Flow Dance Company. And we've been uh, creating work ever since. Uh, and now, inward, the piece that we're presenting for dance work 
uh, we we created in 2019. So this is the second creation for us as a company. Okay. Can you tell us about the inspiration, mm-hmm. Alexandra, for this show um, yeah. to create it, particularly in what, what you were thinking? Well, first of all, I was really thinking, it's really funny because this show talks about isolations and group isolations and being isolated, surrounded with people. And it talks a lot about that and the conflict of being together with other people, right? And otherness. And so there's a lot of topics, but everything surrounds, like, is around isolation. But it's funny because the show was created way before the pandemic. But (laughs) it really... Really, there's a lot of images and moments that we feel connected to what happened, you know, for the past two, three years, what we've been going through around the world. So it's really, really strange at the same time. But the show was created before that. So Mm -hmm. um, one of the inspiration was Jean-Paul Sartre, uh, Jean-Paul Sartre, No Exit, theater piece. That text was really um, compelling to me and I really inspired the work. I was really interest, interested in uh, how uh, hell is other people and that's really one of the big inspirations for the piece. That's incredible. I'm really curious about mm-hmm. what we're uh, going to experience in this show. What are some highlights you can mention? Well, there are, uh, it's a very peculiar, like it's very particular, a very um intense physical kind of work it's very inspired by the hip-hop culture so hip-hop culture but also lots of hip-hop dance kind of theatrical as well without having a um, kind of a a story it's not really a storytelling but there's there's some drama dramaturgy in there that's really like very specific to theater or you know play um but uh, like you were mentioning earlier, it's not, it's specifically hip-hop, but it gives a sense of contemporary. You feel the contemporary because we're breaking some of the codes of hip-hop. So to me, okay. it doesn't feel like a contemporary piece, but because we're breaking some of the codes, which means we're in a theater space, we're not, it's not necessarily frontal, all of these elements that we usually... Um, experience when we are in a street or a hip-hop performance are broken so this is what makes it feel like contemporary but for me it's more like an everyday that it's like living a day right it's just all around because it's we're going through a day with these dancers okay a moment in their lives right right yeah yeah and and with Mm -hmm. that with that being said how will the show help us confront our own biases would you say how would we how will this show make us do that well it's very interesting because some images touch more depending on what from what perspective you're looking at the show like your perspective or your own vision of the world of 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 society you're going to come at it very differently differently the images or the stories that you make up in your mind are going to be your own but it's really related to your own experience some experiences so sometimes some images are stronger for some than others um but i think definitely um the feeling of isolations and also of a group that's trapped in a space 
together mm-hmm. and having to deal with each other. So this is, the, I think, the, the strongest image and the strongest feeling that we have when we watch the show. I love that. Um, I want to spend some time talking about dance works and how they diverse or value diversity. Can you explain that for us? Well, first of all, Mimi and I, who's Mimi is the presenter for dance work, uh, Mimi Beck, we have known each other for almost 15 years now, if not more. Um, she was, she came to my very, very first presentation, Retrospect, back in 2008 at the Mai in Montreal. So she's been following my work for all this time. And, um, you know, there's, there's been other works, but, you know, I, I, I didn't, like, present work for a while in, in between those those works. But um, I think that Mimi is just very curious and super open-minded and has, uh, has a very good eye into what, what, is, what does it mean to create art today? What is performing arts? Right. What, right. Who does it include? And I think that she has a very global vision and a very open vision that includes all kinds of work and, you know, interesting work. So mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. what I think. I think she just is very open. And I think being open means being uh, inclusive and it happens yeah. just naturally and and it happens naturally and automatically because she is that's that's her vision, right? So and yeah, and and we've been really in touch for all this time. So this is uh this is the way that this festival this this uh, dance uh, presenter approaches artists and work. So yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Well, this is a very exciting production, and uh, you described it so eloquently. Thank you so much for joining us, and all the best. Thank you so much for having me. Hope we can see you there. Okay, take care. We were speaking with dancer and choreographer Alexandra Spicy Alande, and we're talking about Inward, the unique dance experience taking place this Friday and Saturday, that's December 2nd and 3rd, at the Harborfront Centre Theatre in Toronto, if you get a chance to check it out. Very, very diverse project, uh, diverse in uh, so many different ways. Uh, So really interesting, and uh, thank you very much for joining us today on the program. Uh, Coming up in just a moment, Mary Mamalidi is going to bring us our holiday foodie gift guide packed with suggestions of the savory, sweet, spicy, and drink variety. We'll have that conversation starting in two minutes. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. <laughs> 